And welcome to Restless. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, and you've joined myself and Lauren and Matt as restlessly we seek the face of God in the midst of our crazy, mixed-up culture. And you may have noticed that I said Lauren and Matt because we're welcoming a new team member to our Restless show, Matt Sparaza. Did I pronounce your last name right? Yeah, yeah, Sparaza. Sparaza, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you here today? Well, you invited me. (laughs) I think that what brought me here today, at least in your mind maybe, is that I'm a musician. And That's we're true. We're going to talk about music Our today, topic so. is indeed music, yeah. but we're glad that you jumped on board with the whole show I'm very entirely. To be so here. tell yeah. us what do you do for a living? Uh, where are you from and I'm I'm an artist actually. I uh, I studied in Nashville, Tennessee. I was a songwriting major at Belmont University. And so I am an artist. I like to say I'm a, a Catholic Christian artist because uh, we're trying to incorporate faith into the performing career. Uh, not necessarily along the lines of worship music, uh, but I actually write pop rock music. And so we're trying to incorporate faith and uh, essentially evangelize through music. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's your, that's your full-time gig? That's what we're doing, yeah. That is, that is my full-time gig. Right. Uh, so how many, how many instruments do you play? I play four. And which ones? Which, which ones? I play <laughs> piano. That was the first instrument I played. Okay. I can sing. I guess maybe that was actually the first one I played because... I mean, probably if your not vocal well. cords are an instrument. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's considered. You can study it in college. That's true. So yeah, definitely. I'm gonna throw it up as an instrument. I can almost play the ukulele. I wrote a song on it once. <laughs> it was under pressure. It was in a contest. We did the songwriting Olympics. Oh was my this, gosh! Uh, yeah, like a school project or something. Yeah. I, well, it was it was with schoolmates. I guess it was with classmates, but it was technically not on the curriculum. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I can play the guitar. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any uh, fun facts about yourself that are not music related? Sure, yeah. A fun fact is that I have a twin sister and her name is actually Lauren. Oh. So that, that intro So this is going to confuse you. For, <laughs> yeah, well, it just Lauren felt right. Matt, you know? but a different Lauren, not yeah. Matt's Laura, sister Lauren. Yeah, yeah. You introduced Lauren and Matt and I was like, man, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Twin sister. So is, is uh, she identical? No. no, I'm just kidding. Thank goodness. We covered with Diane, right, in an earlier episode. Oh, that's right, Diane's like a twin, brother and too. sister twins that's are not we have, identical. We right, have yeah. two sets of twins on the show. This is mind-blowing. I know that you said that as a joke, but you have no idea how many people actually ask me that. <laughs> does she have a beard like you do? <laughs> Thank goodness she doesn't. That's good. That'd yeah, be weird yeah. and it's hard, really to, hard to get a boyfriend <laughs> if you have a beard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so as we mentioned, we're talking about the topic of music, which kind of permeates all of our lives. Uh, I don't know if you guys are music listeners. Um, I'm a music listener and a music player myself. I Like Matt, I started out on piano. I learned that when I was about five years old nice. and picked up the guitar when I was 17 and uh, have been songwriting ever since as well. So, yeah. so, And I know Lauren is actually a very good singer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I've, I've heard her a few times. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's just something I can do. And uh, when I was a kid, I was really shy. So I, I sang in like school choir, but I was too timid to try out for like the slightly more elite all-girls choir. But I totally should have. I would have made it, you know. And then I didn't do much with singing until um, I was a senior in college. My last semester, I took symphonic choir as an elective mm, cool. for fun. Yeah. yeah, so that was great. And then... Uh, after college, I did the School of Rock. 
in Fairfield. Did you really? Yes, <laughs> which is just like the movie, you know. But Jack Black uh, is there. And <laughs> yeah, so ideally, he's the instructor. No, but so essentially, that you know, there's School of Rock's around for kids, and the kids go maybe like I don't know, three to six or something three to seven and then the adults come in from eight to like midnight and they'll do a theme for your show and you play your whole set list so you you know you take turns on your songs you're in the studio that's so you get cool. to rock yeah, that out that is honestly really cool it's super fun <laughs> so did, yeah. Yeah. did you pick up an instrument for it or just singing and... i i was a vocalist and i did some keys nice. like billy jean that was super fun nice yeah is there a recording of this somewhere i think there's like one long youtube recording of like the whole show so it okay. culminates with a performance at right. a bar um, at a bar yeah and so family gets to come and friends and yeah. neighbors so that was a fun thing because my family really never saw me perform yeah ever so then that's they showed awesome up and we're like whoa you know you can do this yeah <laughs> and it was just really fun and, and we were played classic rock so they all knew the songs right. and everything well, we look forward to watching this oh. video later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Father Joseph, you should mention that you're on Spotify. I am on Spotify. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, I've, I've been albums? blessed. Uh, I, have, I have four albums wow. out. Uh, three are on Spotify. That's yeah. amazing. So it's Four been... out, three on Spotify. Where's the fourth? Uh, it's it, it, My rookie effort was not really mm. worth putting on Spotify. Sure. It's, it, now that I look back at it, it was embarrassing. Yeah, we, uh, my team and I recently took down my rookie effort as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hear a sample. That's too bad. But. Well, I got other stuff on Spotify, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what's the name of your most recent album? Uh, Until Eternity Dawns, which actually is, tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of its release. So wow! So go and listen on Spotify. Check it out, people. I yeah, get, I will definitely be doing that. I get point zero 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 one cent every time someone streams it from Spotify. <laughs> I actually think it's a little less than that. <laughs> it might be actually. Yeah. It might be actually a little less. But uh, yeah. if you get enough streams, you get like five dollars. Spotify, <laughs> like buy yourself yeah, a coffee. One million streams, they give you uh, one dollar. Yeah, it's pretty. That's really funny. <laughs> I hope do Spotify it, doesn't hear this. You do it for the love <laughs> of the love of the art, not necessarily the love of the money. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys listen to music as well? Yeah, love music. Uh, I listen to a lot of pop music. I listen to a lot of rock music. Uh, some hip hop, although I think lately I've been, uh, you know, I, I want to say straying from hip hop. Hip hop tends to be a little bit more uh, vulgar, I guess. Perhaps is the mm -hmm. word I'm looking for. Yeah. Some of it. There's some. There's some definitely some some great hip hop artists, but sure. You know, that's where I that's where I find myself listening most of the time. Nice. Yeah. I certainly listen to music all the time too. And in this past year, like being home more, it's more through Alexa. And I mm. just usually will say, Alexa, play today's top hits. She'll say the top 50 most played, or here's a playlist you might like. Cause I like when something is choosing the songs for me. I don't necessarily like to choose my songs. Mm. So yeah. listen to the radio or right. Spotify, you know, pick a playlist or a station but i just without being in the office i don't use spotify as much anymore sure. yeah. okay but modern radio i'm yeah. i'm actually still listening to cds I, my car is a cd player that's great and uh because i don't i don't have a smartphone or anything so to listen to music is like the old-fashioned way <laughs> but uh was, so what are some of your cds then well i was listening to my very first christian music cd on the way up here uh dc talk Jesus Freak. It was from 1995, and most 90s music. I like 90s music a lot, actually, um, because that was that was my high school days, and mm -hmm. yeah. you just have fond memories and nostalgia. Yeah, the power of nostalgia. But that, that but that was like an album that actually aged well. Like it's it's still relevant, still really good today. 25 years later, it's not like oh that was cheesy, but it makes me think of my prom. 
you know <laughs> it, was, it was more like no that's really that's good music you know right, yeah i don't listen to christian music at no. all no wow not at all i really don't know any of it is that is that by like a bias against it or just you're not interested or well most of my music has always come from the radio and mm. so there were no christian stations and then i think last year 95.5 plj my favorite station became k-love a christian mm. k-love yeah yeah and i was like well i can't change the preset in my car away from the christian station <laughs> christian you know That'd that would be, be betraying your faith yes. yeah so it's there do i listen to it no I, so so far i i don't know i mean i'll try it out every now and then but so far i'm not really it's it is a sound Christian music is definitely a uh, specific like genre and a sp specific sonic sound, you know. Mm. So I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of people love it though. Yeah, but I love certain uh, yeah. artists. I'll say I don't listen to K Love because it, after a while, much of what they play on K Love sounds very trite and over mm. and just kind of the same stuff over and over again. The four chords and yeah. the <laughs> same refrains that are not particularly profound. Mm -hmm. You know, they just right. kind of they rhyme the same things, right. like "Lord, right. I need your grace, seek your face." <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, that's a Christian song right there. Yeah, big hit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I want a little more creativity. So I've found other artists that are not kind of on the mainstream. Like uh, one of my favorites is a guy named Josh Garrels, hmm. who's this kind of a folk acoustic uh, Christian artist who's tremendously creative in his lyrics, in his his, his music. So I'll kind of okay. get yeah. into that a little bit more than. So yeah, as explore. as folk music tends to be anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I think that I think some of the best songwriters are in folk music. Definitely, that's for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So has as music, even secular music, and or you know your example, Lauren, of singing in the choir, has this in any way impacted your your spiritual life? Well, I know. I mean, I definitely like singing, you know, and I can sing. So, for sure, at mass, you know, if I choose to sing, I think. I'm more spiritually connected, right? I'm doing more. Do you, do you sing? Well, oftentimes I don't because like if I sing, I'm an alto, right? If I like, you'll, my voice will stand out unless I sing like an octave below, mm. right? Which I'll do, but then I'm like, oh, I know I'm singing like the octave lower. Like I want to sing in my actual voice, but then I feel like I'm so loud because like <laughs> people aren't singing. That's Ever. often true. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like that constant thing. And then with St. John's now, I never sing. I mean, there aren't many songs at St. John's anymore. Just the beginning oh, and the end, really. During COVID, of course, yeah. we're not supposed to be singing in church, that which too. is hard to do. Yeah. Hard yeah. not and to do. And we definitely do. don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Under your breath. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> You're wearing a mask. It's fine, you know. <laughs> but. Yeah, has, uh, how has music impacted your spiritual life, Matt, being uh, well, so deeply involved in it? Yeah, it's tremendously, uh, it's, it's been tremendously involved in the way that I write music, I guess. I, I think that I didn't ever listen to Christian music until I went to college, that's for sure. Mm. And I still, I will definitely still listen to some. I think like you said before, you know, it's got to be like the right artist. It's got to be, it's got to be the who's right your, song. Who's your go-to artist through? My go-to Christian artist is probably, he's a rapper, his name is Andy Minio. Oh, I know him, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that sure. he... Uh, I know I, him because he's rapped with Lecrae. Sure, who I yeah, really he like. has. And they're, I think they're on the same label. Okay. Yeah, Reach Records. So, so I think I, I, think I uh, tend to lean towards his music because 
uh, like you said, you know, you said the rhyme of the grace face, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, that sounds like a funny slogan, grace face. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I, I think that he uh, tends to be pretty unique in the way he delivers, you know, deli- delivers his lyrics uh, and, and his instrumentation, his arrangements. Mm. Uh, and so I'm drawn to that musically. But I also like the way that he's very uh, clearly uh, unafraid to just kind of speak up. You know, and, and not necessarily like, you know, uh, rock the boat. I'm not saying that. But uh, it isn't just that like prototypical, you know, this is what I'm supposed to say <laughs> in yeah. this Christian song, you know. Yeah. And so I, w- I would even say that I go to like, I, I try to emulate that in my own stuff, which is that, you know, it's, it is about like regular everyday life, you know, but it's through the lens of faith. Sure. And so sure. I think that's a big piece of Christian music. And, um, and that's why I like a lot of the crossover bands like Switchfoot is one of my favorite bands. Yes, um, because, definitely. you know, you can you can hear the faith in their songs, but it's not singing Jesus every second word. Right. You know, it's uh, right. kind of just wrestling with the problem of existence through the lens of Christ and, right. and their faith. Yeah, I agree with you 100% there. So, I also think they're great. Yeah. <laughs> These are all bands I don't know. So well, we're gonna have to turn you on to Switchfoot. Switchfoot's <laughs> yeah. kind of an alternative. Switch, Switchfoot's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Music has had a huge impact in my spiritual life. When I was uh, a senior in high school, I was so I was homeschooled and I got the chance to go to community college, which was about thirty minutes away. And my uh, old Buick Roadmaster didn't really get much radio reception and at the time wasn't really listening much to the radio and so I found in the, in our house a bunch of these old cassette tapes with these like super cheesy like 80s christian music it was like oh it was cringeworthy it was cringeworthy but i was so bored i was like all right you know i'll listen to it whatever so i'm popping it in and and after a few days of listening to it you learn the words and i'm sitting there and i'm starting to sing along and i realized that that's prayer you know singing to these really cheesy christian songs i'm sitting there hey jesus i love you you know i'm like wow that was like a half an hour of prayer that didn't feel like prayer it didn't feel like work you know it was such a pleasure to do that to sing to the lord and St. Augustine says that. He says, singing well is praying twice. And I think that's really true when you sing for the glory of God. Yeah, I agree. On the flip side, have you ever had a song kind of negatively impact your spiritual life? Absolutely. I think that uh, I've, th- I've thought about this a lot, actually. I think that uh, in the same way that I think music with a with a bad message can be the equivalent of like almost like a racy movie you know mm. what i mean like like if, if they're saying the wrong stuff uh it could be the equivalent of you watching the wrong things or looking at the wrong pictures and i think that it can deeply impact you and the way you think yeah yeah have you had that experience um uh, so more recently i think i've started to get tuned off to how vulgar some songs are mm-hmm cardi b for one sure i I was hanging out with some girls and they're playing this song and i was like thinking to myself you need to turn this off it is so horrible which i've never actually felt like as vulgar as things might be and you know the topics that they all talk about i just kind of be like oh whatever like of course they're talking about these things but now more recently i'm just like this is awful. Like, this is absolute trash. Yeah, it's terrible. (laughs) We should not be listening to this, you know, and yet that song is, like, super popular. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, unfortunate. But um, which is how society is, you know, but anyway. Yeah. um, 
but I, I don't think, know if that means my spiritual life is affected though well i think i think that's a sign that you're growing closer to christ is when you start noticing yeah. those things you didn't notice before yeah, yeah. i thought you so know. too i mean i've certainly had this spiritual growth i would say over this year so that's I, great. I think that's a, an example yeah yeah i remember when i was in college there was this a song that i really liked to listen to that and i was noticing because the song was about like hating yourself it was one of those like emo songs and and I, every time I listened to it, I'd be like, oh man, I'm super depressed. So finally I was like, this song is actually not like helping me. So I broke the CD in half and tossed wow, it. That's powerful though. That's cool. Because I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this is not helping me become a good, you know, better person. It's making yeah. me want to hate myself. And I've heard though, there's something to that kind of music that somehow that makes people feel good, even though it's super depressing. I don't understand it. I don't yeah. relate and I would not listen to it, but it's something I've heard. I think, I think that it's like, you know how, I mean, I don't know if it's like metal or screamo, right? But it's like that cathartic yelling, I suppose, right? You and, yell, all of a sudden you feel better. And to know that you're not alone, because a lot of people are like, oh, I feel so alone. No one understands. Oh, no, this song understands. This band understands. Right, right. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah. you're not alone in yeah, your, yeah. your misery of your life. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back from our break, we're going to talk more about how singing to God and singing for the Lord can really help you grow closer to Christ. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Restless. We've been talking a lot about music today, and music is such a huge, important part of our life. Lauren was sharing about her talent with singing, and Matt was telling us about his uh, multi-instrument abilities over there. And because uh, music can hugely impact who we become and who we really are in the sight of God, you know. And we're talking about how music has both positively impacted our spiritual life and also sometimes negatively impacted our spiritual life. Let's talk about like your favorite types of music to worship God with. You know, are you guys like organ people or like guitar praise and worship style people? What's your kind of like? I think I like the latter. Do you? Yeah, yeah. We were talking earlier. I went I went to school in Nashville. I went to Belmont, and uh, Belmont is a Protestant school. Oh, I didn't know that. And so uh, there's a lot of that more pop leaning praise and worship. You know, even even arguably like like the pop rock band. So I definitely have a spot in my heart for that. I do I do like that. Although I don't partake in it in like an actual group praise and worship setting very often. I would say that it's mostly like it's it's like in the queue of my Spotify sometimes, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. This question makes me think of uh, the types of music we have in church. So obviously most often it's the organ and it's just the organ, but... At um, my parish I grew up in, there's one mass where there'd be a few guitars and a piano and maybe something else, which is fun. You know, it's a different sound. And then uh, in college, it was kind of all instruments. Like there was a mm. flute and a clarinet. Mm. It was like, yeah. it seemed like whoever wanted to do it, like uh, a drum set, you know? Yeah. Like, so that was kind of cool as well. But it, it, I don't know. I think I'm thinking like, oh, that's not exactly right. You know, when you hear that, <laughs> right? Like in church, I don't know. But so for me, and I've said this before too, my, my favorite favorite is like organ with a trumpet. 
Mm. Wow. Like In a Christmas church. type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Christmas cool. Eve mass. Uh, that to me is so glorious. And the sound, it's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I also think that brass instrument is just very triumphant. Totally. You know? so. Yeah. At our church, it said the Basilica of St. John's are so blessed to have polyphony every every Sunday. Polyphony is uh, where you have the four-part harmonies. Yeah. So you got the alto, tenor, bass, and, and soprano. And they're, and gosh, if you go to that mass, it's it's pretty transcendent. But the thing I struggle with with that mass is when I when I hear that music, it lifts me up. It helps me to pray. But what they're singing, because they're singing in Latin, and mm-hmm. oftentimes it's, it's hard to understand the Latin, mm-hmm. even the Latin words, because they're singing on top of each other. And so I'm kind of like, this is really nice. I wonder what they're saying. So is right. that the 12 noon mass? Then? It's the 12 noon mass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never go to that mass, but maybe, <laughs> maybe I should. I'll check it out once or twice. It's it's pretty tremendous. What did you call it? It's what? Polyphony. 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 I've been to masses the... with polyphony, but I uh, haven't been to St. John's. with. I didn't know that that was there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because a lot of, you know, this is the one debate among Catholics that can get really acrimonious is mm. what music should we allow in church? Yeah, right. You know, and a lot of people are like organ only, voices only. No, we should open it to, up to guitars. And, right. and I think you can do good guitar and bad guitar. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I've been to plenty of bad guitar masses. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I'm a graduate of Steubenville, which is like Catholic Guitar Central. Right. The coolest school ever. Basically. Don't tell Belmont I said that. Basically. <laughs> but I was I was involved in music ministry there, and I'm, I'll never forget this because we uh, we, all, we would always do this like little retreat before we started our music ministry semester. And so we got everybody that played guitar. There was 12 of us, and we all played the entire song on guitar at once. I've never heard 12 guitars wow. going at once. It was... <laughs> It was really uh, quite a rocking experience. Was it, was it great or terrible? Um, <laughs> it's hard to tune 12 guitars to the exact <laughs> yeah. same tuning. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. But we're blessed. You know, I know, I know in our young adult group, we do praise and worship adoration, which I think is a nice thing to do. Yeah, I think that's um, also a hit or miss. Like, yeah. Father Joseph, when you play guitar and you sing, I really enjoy it. But I haven't always had that experience. Mm. So it can be distracting. Yes, it's exactly. Not, it's totally yeah. distracting. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, you're so flat. But like, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. I, you know, it's and true. you're trying to be with God, you know. So yeah, when it's done right, it's great. It's right. really beautiful. I enjoy singing along, and the songs are generally easy enough. You can, you know, pick it up. I remember when I uh, went to adoration and you were playing guitar. Uh, and you intentionally had silence between songs. And I remember thinking that was like vital, mm. you know, that, that time for silent prayer in between the music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was either C.S. Lewis or G.K. Chesterton who said, in heaven, there will be music and there will be silence. In hell, there will only be noise. And I thought that was a great quote because in heaven, we will be praising God in song and I'm sure spending long amounts of eternity in silence as well. Right. But I think something you said, Di- uh, Lauren, excuse me, sorry, you're not Diane. <laughs> She's not here. Uh, something you said um, struck me is that when a, when a musician is leading worship, it's the musicians should disappear. You know, mm-hmm. no one should notice the musicians. If you notice a musician, they're doing a bad job of it, you know, versus like giving a concert where everyone's noticing you like that's the focus is on you. But if the focus is on you and you're at mass or adoration, it shouldn't be on you ever. You know, yeah, I've, I've thought about that. I think that when uh, anybody that's leading 
uh, vocally and they do this massive riff, I'm always like, no, why did you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had uh, at this past uh, weekend's youth group, we had silent adoration. And I asked, well, I asked one of our core team members if they'd be willing to play guitar. And she's like, well, I, I don't really play guitar very well, but this other core team member plays ukulele. Can she lead worship and adoration on ukulele? And I said, that's just going to be a distraction. That's not going to be worship. People are yeah. going to be like, oh, look, it's Anna Marie on the ukulele. <laughs> but it is pretty similar of an instrument, right? Just a different sound. Yeah, it's it's really high pitched. So I, I see what you I mean. I think it's going to make people think of like a Hawaiian luau, yeah, perhaps. I think it could be. Something yeah. a little... I don't know a different a different feel mm -hmm. you know yeah and that's the key is to to make the musician disappear one of my like most transcendent I guess experiences along what we're talking about were on my spiritual exercises in March which I've mentioned many times but like the last thing we did essentially in adoration was praise and worship which I've never done before and so it was two sisters on guitar and they're all singing like all the sisters and they all have beautiful voices which had already blown me away like on the first night i got there wednesday night we had um mass together and there's 60 sisters and like 14 brothers and all the sisters are singing in this small little chapel so it was mm. so loud and it was so beautiful right like when are you ever surrounded by everyone singing it's like angels right and they yeah. all sound amazing and then there's a crew in the front and they're harmonizing the rest i was like oh my gosh <laughs> this is like unbelievable you know and i just happen to be here like i'm this <laughs> random person here like, like they do that every day and they're singing in spanish right yeah. so you mm -hmm. probably didn't understand the words not no no idea <laughs> but but the music matter spoke to your soul yeah it was right. so beautiful i can't even it's such a gift I, I would say to be around like you're essentially sitting in a choir mm. you know but you just get to listen so that was amazing but so then it finished with this praise and worship and it was these upbeat songs like mm. they were kind of fast and the sisters started dancing it was some kind of like a sway movement <laughs> you know and like you could kind of follow along but i'm looking at them like i don't know if i can do this like <laughs> I, I haven't done this before. I just felt like very rigid. And then I'm like trying to coach myself up. Like, Lauren, you can sway. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> it'd be fun. You got this girl. Like you're, yeah, yeah you're just in the mu the music. So then I finally do it. And uh, then afterwards, the sister who was my friend, she's like, oh, I was praying that you were going to start swaying. And it just made me laugh. Like your prayer was answered. Like you're praying for me. I'm doing this internal battle. Like, oh, how am I going to look? Like, I'm going to look silly. Like, oh, I'm not comfortable. I don't know. Right. It's outside my comfort zone. And then I swayed a little and it was, it was great. But it was, uh, <laughs> the key is it was the sway. a unique experience. No, this like, like really loud, like a good amount of volume from the guitars. Everybody's singing. Everybody mm -hmm. knows the words again, all in Spanish. Yeah. I don't know what is being said, but it was a great time really. Yeah. Right. It's one of my favorite uh, verses from the Bible. Favorite stories is when David is bringing the Ark of the Covenant into his home he's so excited that he just starts dancing. Oh. And in fact, he strips off his clothing and starts dancing <laughs> okay. naked. But that's, <laughs> but he's, he, like, he's so overwhelmed with love for God that he doesn't care what anyone thinks, mm -hmm. you know, and all the time, especially in America, we're very reserved when we go yeah. to mass. We're like, yeah. oh, don't, don't sing, don't move, don't, you know, it's like, yes, very, yeah. our parish very is very Haitian so. as well. And the Haitians have no qualms about swaying, raising arms. You know that's awesome so how do we get catholics to sing more what's the solution to that yeah that's tough to sing more in church and sing to god i mean should everyone be singing 
I'm kidding. A wise friend of mine said, if God gave you a good voice, praise him with it. If he gave you a bad voice, sing loud and get even. Make God regret not giving you a good voice. Well, I mean, I know for me, right? Like I kind of was saying, I'll sing, but I'll sing an octave lower. And then again, it's like, I'll choose then to sing in my actual voice and just be like, these people don't care. Like there is a self-conscious thing, but maybe they'll find it enjoyable to listen to maybe someone else will sing because they hear you you know yeah i don't know do you sing in church matt right now no yeah not now but (laughs) the proper covid answer but (laughs) aside from covid aside from covid yeah i do yeah I, i do although i have you know distinct memories from childhood of like not wanting to you know uh even being in the choir and still not wanting to. Oh, no. And now I'm pursuing music. So, you know, that's a good, that's a good round that's trip funny. right there. Yeah. But uh, I think to answer your question from earlier, uh, which was how do we get people to sing? I, I think it's almost like a, it's weird. It's like the answer to the question is, well, if everybody sings, everybody else will, you know? Mm. Like, we'll all do it together, but how do we get how do we get to that spot? Yeah. Unfortunately, I have a, I have no answer, really. Maybe you just you just get enough people that are so in love with God, they don't care what other people think. Yeah. That too. You know, David didn't yeah. care what people thought when he danced naked in front of the ark. In fact, he got in a little trouble with that with his wife. His wife saw him do this and said... What are, you, what are you doing? Like, you, you made a fool out of yourself for these commoners, these little, you know, common people. You're the king. And David said, I don't care. I'm a fool, fool for God, and, and I'm willing to do even more than that. And his wife was then cursed with barrenness for the rest of her life. But it was okay because he had like 17 other wives, so it was all good. <laughs> he didn't need that one. <laughs> That's the Jewish way, right? No, well, in, the, in, in those Testament. days, not in the, Yeah, in the Old Testament. <laughs> in antiquity. In antiquity. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, sing out to the Lord. You know, only only people that are to- truly in love can sing to God. Can we finish with uh, some of our favorite songs? Yeah, what's your what are your favorite hymns? Oh, I was thinking about this. Well, first of all, we sometimes do "Glory to God in the Highest." You know, when you sing that out, I love that, and I love the way my church did it growing up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so us other churches do it different. But oh, Ave Maria. Mm, always gets me um uh were you there when they crucified my lord yeah love that one hail holy queen Mm. it's a fun one on eagle's wings that's the tearjerker at a funeral yeah Yeah, that's a funeral song right now um and i also feel like it you know is in a lot of movies on Eagles Wings? On Eagles Wings, I feel like. Maybe I'm just totally wrong See, on that. See, Hail Holy Queen reminds me of Sister Act. It is. Yeah, you look it up, that's the, that's the first I... clip that comes up, as I watched last night. <laughs> that is, yes. On repeat. Those are... <laughs> yeah. Nice. So so what are some of your... Uh, you know, I was thinking about this uh, earlier as well, and the one that came to mind, I've only heard it once at Mass, and it was uh, it was a young adult contemporary Mass in New York City at St. Paul the Apostle. It's near it's near Lincoln Center. Uh, but it was in a foreign language that I'm not totally sure what it was. And it was like, Okeko ofanana yesu. Okeko ofanana ye. And it means there's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's uh-huh. no one, there's no one like him. And you basically just repeat that. Nice. But everybody was dancing. Mm. It was awesome. 
That's memorable. Yeah, it yeah. was really cool. That's memorable. <laughs> so I think that, that that has to be my favorite, probably. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. My favorite probably is uh, there's a song called I Want to Walk as a Child of the Light. And mm. uh, I played it at my first, well, I didn't play it. Someone played it at my first mass. It's hard to do both, celebrate mass and play music. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, I don't know, it moves me deeply. There's a lot of songs that do that. Yeah. So thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Restless. I hope you've been moved by music. And so my encouragement is to sing out praise of God, whether it's in your car, in your shower, in church. But do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of what other people are thinking because all that matters is that you glorify God with your voice, whether it be good or a rough voice. Regardless, lift up your heart and voice in praise. You've joined us on 1350 Veritas Catholic Radio and also wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.